thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. I'm wanting to communicate to you. He says this, when Jesus was on the mountain and when He was praying and when He was transfigured before His disciples, His face was just, it was just different. There's nothing I can compare Jesus to. And there on the mountain, His face is different. It's shining like the sun. His clothing is glistening. Uh, It's white. It's beautiful. Now listen, it may not mean a lot to you, but in that day, they walked the dirty and the dusty roads when they ate. They didn't have chairs. They sat down on the ground and they slept on the ground. And Jesus, no doubt, would have had a dusty and a dirty robe. But when He's there and He's transfigured before His disciples, the the Bible says that His clothing was white as the pure and the driven snow. It was beautiful. It was glorious. That word glistening, it has the idea of lightning shining in the sky. Listen, I can't imagine what Jesus looked like at this moment, but I'll tell you this, it was just a preview of what we're going to see one day. It was just a preview of the Lord Jesus in all His glory. One day, we're going to see Him. Amen. Disciples wake up from their sleep. Hey, look and say, What in the world is going on? Am I still dreaming? I mean, Jesus has already told us that He's everything He claims to be and He's so much more. He's more than just a king. He's a suffering servant. But but do my eyes deceive me? He's just, uh, He's different right now. I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. And who are those men that are standing there with Him? And Peter, the Bible says, he did not know what he said. I can identify with that. I get excited sometimes. I get stirred up about something and I just feel like i got to say something. And then after I've said it, I said, did I really say that? Lord, have mercy. Peter wakes up from his sleep and he looks and he says, Jesus, look at him. He's shining like the sun. He's different. He's changed before us. He's from the inside out. He's showing forth his glory. Here's what happened on that mountain. What was always on the inside of Jesus came out on the outside for just a little while. And Peter says, Lord, have mercy. Look over there. That's Moses. And look over there. That's Elijah. And he says, hey, fellas. Let's build three tabernacles for you. Let's build three booths. Let's just all stay here. This is amazing. And it's almost at that moment like God from heaven has to say, Peter, Moses is great. Elijah is wonderful. But they are not on the same level as my son. This is my son. Hear him. There's coming a day when we're going to see Jesus. You see, we've seen Him as the suffering servant. 
We've seen Him and we've recognized that He's the King. We've realized He can make our lives better. We've realized that even in suffering, He's worthy. We've seen all that. But there is coming a day when the trumpet will sound and when the Father will say, come up hither and we'll go and we'll be with Him. And when we shall see Him, we don't know exactly what it's going to be. We don't know how it's all going to look. The book of Revelation tells us some about it, but our minds can't comprehend at all, but when we see Him, we're going to say something like this, boy, He's sure different. We've never seen anybody like Him. We've never experienced anything like it. And here's the wonderful thing about it. He was transfigured. He was changed. But one day we're going to be changed. When we shall see Him, we shall be as He is. This mortal will put on immortality. This corruption will put on incorruption. And we shall all be changed. And Jesus says, fellas, it's going to be hard before I go to Calvary. It's going to be hard when you see my hands nailed to the cross. It's going to be hard when you see my feet nailed to the cross. So I'm just going to give you a little preview. I'm going to give you a little revelation of exactly who your Redeemer is. I'm glad for those times that God just lets us see a little bit of His glory. I love that song. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. All we've done so far is just got a little taste. None of y'all did this because y'all are better men than I am. Emily made a ham yesterday. Emily made some deviled eggs yesterday. And uh, the rest of the family, they made some things too. But when Emily said to me, Honey, will you watch the ham for a few minutes? I've got to go get ready. That was what I've been waiting for all day long. When she came back in the kitchen, I looked like a chipmunk, an egg in each cheek, ham hanging out of my mouth, and she says, what have you been doing? But you know what that was? That was just a foretaste. That was just letting me know there's more where that came from. There's more to come. And every now and again, the Lord Jesus will just let us see a little bit of His glory. He'll let us see just a little bit of how wonderful He is, and we go... Man, that tastes good. I've tasted of that heavenly world. I've experienced a little bit of it and there's more to come. You see, Moses up there on the mountain, Moses, the Bible tells us, he died without ever entering into the promised land. You see, Elijah up there on the mountain, Elijah was taken up into heaven by a chariot of fire. He didn't go the way a normal man goes. He was different too. But the Bible tells us something so wonderful. Moses, who was not permitted to enter into the promised land because of his sin... You want to guess where they're standing at right at this moment? They're standing on a mountain in the promised land. Y'all didn't get it? I'll try it again. Because of Moses' sin, he couldn't go into the promised land. God says, Moses, I told you to speak to that rock and you struck it. You're not going to go into the promised land. You you can't go into the promised land. And so God buries him there on the mountain outside of the promised land. He lets him see over into it, but he doesn't get to go because of his sin. Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't get to go because of my sin. I'm barred from that city. I'm barred from that land, that heavenly Jerusalem, that new heaven and that new earth. I'm barred from going there. But because Moses was with Jesus, he got to go into the promised land. 
You know what that means? I'm not going to heaven based on how good I am. You're not going to heaven based on how good you are. We're going because of who we are with. Amen. I was down at Baptist Hospital one day and I was visiting somebody. I got off the elevator and there stood my brother. He's a paramedic. And uh, there he stood. He said, what are you doing? I said, well, I was down here visiting somebody and I looked and he had a cooler in his hand. And I knew that cooler didn't have a sandwich. I knew that cooler didn't have his lunch. It had all kind of stickers on it. It had all kind of cautions on it. And I asked a dumb question. I said, what's in the cooler? And he said, blood. And I said, all right, I'll see you. That's, that's enough for me. He said, no, come with me. He said, we're going to go into the blood bank. I'm not as bad as some others who've stood in this pulpit are, but I do got a little bit of a queasy stomach. He says, come on, go with me. And so we went into the blood bank. And there I stood. I had no business being in there. I'm sure somebody from Baptist Hospital is going to get on me and my brother for it. We're sorry. We're, we're, we're just doing the best we can. But, but I went in there with him and I started looking around at that blood and my first thought was, I'm going to pass out in here. My second thought was, I have no business being in here. I'm going to get in a whole lot of trouble. You know why I was able to go in there? Because of who I was with. You know why we're going to heaven? Because of who we're with. Elijah, he was taken up by a fiery chariot into heaven. He was taken up from where he was to the presence of God. Moses was buried and he went into the presence of God. Do you realize there is coming a day when Jesus will be in the brightness of His glory. He will come for the church and those who are buried, those who are dead in Christ will be raised incorruptible and we which are alive and remain, we're going up with Him too and we're all going to be together with Him one day and when we see Him, we're going to say, man, He's different. Oh, I saw Him with the eye of faith. I mean, it was joy unspeakable and full of glory to know Him there, but I've never seen anything like this. I never expected it to be anything like this wonderful. Jesus is glorious. Jesus is wonderful. And I never imagined that I'd see Him like this. There's coming a day when we're going to see Him. Amen. My brother had a friend over one time, and I'm closing with this. Get our musicians to come. My brother had a friend over at the house one time, and and uh, he was from north, the, the northern part of our country. And uh, Mama had cooked collard greens. And, and y'all would call it chicken stew, but I call it chicken slick. You say, what's the difference? I have no idea, but that's what we called it. We had chicken slick. We had collard greens. We might have had some cornbread. I mean, we just had a spread on the table, and we were just all enjoying it. And then Josh looked at my mom, and I'm telling you, folks from the north, they're just not too smart sometimes. Say amen, Brother Daniel. <laughs> he looked at my mama, and he's sitting there eating it, and he's just kind of working through it the best he can. And I think it was my dad said, well, what do you think of it, Josh? And he said, well, it's different. <laughs> Josh has never had a seat at my mama's table again. But you know what he was saying? I've never had anything like this where I'm from. I've never experienced anything quite like this. There's coming a day when we're going to see Jesus. And we're going to say, I've never seen anything like this. I, I've experienced a lot of things. I've seen a lot of beauty. I've, I've had a lot of joys. But I've never seen anything like Him. And those disciples said He's wonderful. Jesus is the King. 
Jesus is the suffering servant, but one day He is coming, and He's coming for you, and He's coming for me. Could I ask you this question? Are you ready for Him? The Bible tells us that when He comes, that He is coming, and He's coming, and we'll either be a friend or we'll be a foe to Jesus. I'm not Jesus' friend because of how good I am. You're not Jesus' friend because of how good you are. You're His friend because of the mercy that He has for sinners like you and like me. But if you've not asked Him to be your Savior, if you've never trusted in Him for forgiveness, He could come today, for this service is over, and you will meet Him as an enemy. You'll meet Him as a foe. He died for you. He loves you. He wants you to be a part of His family. He wants you to be a, a member. But if you've not trusted in Him, one day you're going to face Him as the greatest enemy you've ever known. But you don't have to. You can trust in Him today. You can say, Jesus, that preacher said that you're a lot of things and I don't understand all of them. But I know this, you can take a sinner and you can give me a home in heaven. Jesus, that preacher said a lot of things that I can't wrap my mind around right now, but I know this, I'm on my way to hell and I want to be forgiven, so I'm coming to you, I'm trusting you, and I'm taking you at your word. You can do that today. Christian, you can rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory because one day we're really going to see you. Heads bowed. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.